Welcome to another episode of the PoorMansPoetry.com podcast. I am your host, Dennis, and thank you for watching here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you guys hit the like, and make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. Thank you all for also listening and subscribing on all of our major streaming platforms. Also, here and on our website, our purpose is to decrypt your favorite songs by highlighting the basic poetic devices within them, such as your metaphors, similes, assonance, consonants, double entendres, paradox, and things of that nature. I know a lot of Generation Z doesn't care about the art, poetry, and lyrics within music these days, but our purpose here is to showcase the newer artists what it means to be clever and witty within their lyrics. All the lyrics here are provided for educational purposes and personal use only. Like I said earlier, our purpose is to bring light to the geniuses of the writers of all generations so it doesn't become a forgotten art. On today's episode, I'll be decrypting the lyrics to Joe Button's freestyle over Ryan Leslie's song called Addiction. Addiction was released back in 2008 and it was the second single off of Ryan Leslie's self-titled album. It also featured singer Casey, who was Puff Daddy's girlfriend at the time, and also Brooklyn rapper Fabulous. Joe Button also released his freestyle over Addiction during the summer of 2008, shortly after this was released. Can you believe it's been over 10 years since this song came out? Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. Our local breakdown of Joe Button's addiction. Let's go. Yep, yep. Shall we? I said we back. Episode 47, the local breakdown. That NJ bullshit. I'm on it. You know what I mean? What the niggas mad about? Jump off. Let's go. What the niggas mad for? You write a whole paragraph on a text. Shit your back with a smiley face. Look, 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 look. I told my ain't the dude that you get to know. And if I ever bring you out, then it's just for show. You see him something like a pimp, a gigolo. Shooters on fire, call him Bam Bam Bigelow. Alright, let's pause that right there. Joe Button said, suit is on fire, call him Bam Bam Bigelow. First, that's an example of a metaphor. A metaphor is actually a figure of speech that is used to make a comparison between two things that are unrelated but similar at the same time. Now, let's see what things he was comparing. Joe Button was comparing his suit being on fire just like Bam Bam Bigelow. If you guys watched the WWF back in the 90s, Bam Bam Bigelow, his wrestling leotard or his suit, was covered in flames. You know, just like the flame emojis that you see nowadays. So yeah, that's the comparison Joe Button was making between his suit and the flames. So, yep, let's keep it going. I hardly let him be seen with me You and Frederick speaking out lingerie You just looking like a fiend to me You coming to America I'm guessing she a queen to be like I hardly let her be seen with me You and Frederick's picking out lingerie You just looking like a fiend to me You coming to America I'm guessing she's your queen to be Now, that is actually an example of Asinons. Asinons is the repetition 
of same vowels using different consonants. As you can see there, seen with me, picking out lingerie, fiend to me, and queen to be. He's using the vowel E in there. So those are your repetitions of your vowels. And that is your example of assonance. Anybody still go to Frederick's for lingerie? I don't know. But anyway, let's keep it going. You a make-out nigga, a steakhouse nigga Waiting outside a crib on a stakeout nigga Got on fifth fab with your cake out nigga I bag her, to me she just take out nigga Alright, that's an example of wordplay He said, like you a make-out steakhouse Waiting outside her crib on a stakeout Got on fifth ab with your cake out I bagged her, to me she just take out So that's actually an example of wordplay there. Like you a steakhouse waiting outside her crib on a steak out. So that's wordplay there using um, steakhouse and steak out. And also, <laughs> I bagged her. To me, she just take out. That's an example of a paradox. The meaning of a paradox is a statement that seems silly, but when explained or scrutinized, it actually checks out to be true. So Joe Button says, I bagged her. To me, she just take out. That seems a little over-exaggerated. But once you think about it, guys back in the day, when they said that they used to bag a female, it means actually, you know, picking them up and actually claiming them as yours. You you purchased that item at the time. That It was just a saying. But um, yeah, to him, she's just take out. So, yeah, you guys get the uh, meaning there of the paradox. Let's keep it going, man. I hit the club like a nancy, it's easy. She'll slide whenever she see me. Flow sicker than Tiki, front of his TV. Watching E Fleet to throw the game with a TV to PB. Joe Button, here's another example of a metaphor. He said, Flow sicker than Tiki in front of his TV. Watching E Fleet, the game winning. TD to PB. So, first, that's an example of a metaphor because he's saying his flow is sicker than Tiki. He's referring to Tiki Barbro, who actually retired in 2006. If you guys recall, the New York Giants won the Super Bowl in 2007 after Eli Manning threw the game winning touchdown to Plexico Burris. During that Super Bowl. So Tiki Barber would have been at home. Sitting there sick. Because he retired the year before. The Giants won the Super Bowl in 2007. And um, yeah. So let's let's break down that lyric one more time. Flow sicker than Tiki. In front of his TV. Watching Eiffley. Throw the game winning TD to PB. That's also an example of consonants. Consonance is the repetition of consonants in poetry. In poetry, so tiki, the T's, the T in tiki, T in TV, and then T in touchdown and P in plexico burus. So there are your examples of the poetry in there. Let's keep it going with the song, man. Just off GP, he off the Yeezy. You put her on like GZ if need be. I let her Adina Howard freak me see. Don't just give her the balls, I ain't CP3C. 
Joe, he's he's killing this verse, man. This is why I chose to break this down. Let's go into the bar. Just off GP, he's off the heezy. Put her on like Jeezy if need be. I'll let her Dina Howard freak me see. Don't just give her the balls. I ain't CP3. All right, let's start back up with the first bar. Just off GP, he's off the heezy. That's an example of assonance. As I explained earlier, assonance is the repetition of the same vowels using different consonants. His choice of vowels there were the E, the E sound. GP, heezy. Next, he says, put her on like Jeezy if need be. If you guys don't remember, put on was off of Jeezy's third album that was released in 2008, and it featured Kanye West. It was one of Jeezy's biggest singles. The song was called Put On. So as Joe Button says in that verse, put her on like Jeezy if need be. He continues to say, I'll let her Adina Howard freak me see. Don't just give her the balls. I ain't CP3. All right, let's back up a little bit. Freak Me was a song by Adina Howard that was released back in 1995 off her debut album, Do You Want to Ride? And also, if you guys don't know, you guys watch the NBA nowadays, CP3, a.k.a. Chris Paul or Cliff Paul, known from the State Farm commercials, he's known for dishing out his assist in the NBA. He's one of the league-leading, one of the all-time league-leading assists in the NBA. He also has the same initials as his brother and his father. That's why they call him CP3. So he just, as Joe Button said earlier, he just doesn't give him the balls. He's not CP3. You get the breakdown now? All right, let's keep it going. The bar thought she felt the aura. Figured if I buy her a drink, Mike could call her. She said you from Jersey, gone. You ain't a baller. I said stop snapping, bitch. You a New Yorker. You make Let's stop it right there. Joe says, she says you from Jersey, Holmes, you not a baller. I said, snap, snapping, chick, you a New Yorker. All right. The consensus back in the mid-2000s was that the uh, rap scene was kind of shifting towards the South. And um, back during that time, there was a lot of snap and pop music, um, mainly from the South, making a lot of dance music from the crunk era, from little, from the Little John's to your uh, D4Ls and Fabo, who actually came up with the song, the Laffy Tappy, the Snap and Pop dance. But um, the consensus was there were a lot of New Yorkers hopping on the South Wave by doing a lot of the trendy dances, such as the ones I stated earlier from Fabo and D4L. But um, Joe Button was basically saying that since she's a New Yorker, she should stop hopping on their wave and stay riding with our people. All right, let's keep going with the song, man. It's almost over. Off with something like a stalker. She called me to practice everything that you taught her. But if chick ever get out of order, you know I got an offer that a white chalker. Oh. All right. But if a chick ever get out of order, you know I got an offer that a white chalker. That's an example of a double entendre. He said offer that her white chalker. Some people would usually use the slang of, you know, I'm a dead that person. You know, basically when they say like they're dead in them, it's just like they're forgetting about them. They, they don't want to associate with that person anymore. They don't want to uh, 
um, have anything to do with them. But Joe Button is using his double entendre here to show her that um, if she ever gets out of order, you know he got to offer dead her white chalker. So that's sort of using the literal meaning of actually deading her, making her actually dead and putting the white chalk around her. Yeah, man. So that actually concludes our episode of the Poor Man's Poetry Podcast, episode 47. That was our lyrical breakdown over Joe Button's freestyle to addiction. Once again, please make sure that you comment, like, and subscribe on our streaming platforms and also here on YouTube. And if you really, really, really enjoyed this episode, please make sure you give us a five-star rating and review. Also, please go back and check out our earlier episodes, man. We have some good content, a lot of interviews, and also just overall good culture talk, man. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll have some more breakdowns for you next time. Have a good one.